Welcome to Moving On Sideways. Today is uh, Sunday, September 10th, 2023. And I'm going to commence with the um, Dead Poets Society stuff. I think I'm just going to get all the uh, clips that I want to show um, on this episode. Partially because the uh, DVD is due back to the library probably this week. This week or next week. And I have no more renewals left. So, um, you know, I could obviously just return it and check it out again. But might as well just get the show on the road. So this is uh, so the whole thing. I I said a couple episodes about how um, about how they were uh, standing on, or he he had the kids uh, put their their foot on his forehead and something like that. Um, that was not that was not the case at all. But it was a perspective uh, perspective thing. I gave like almost the opposite of what um what he really did. Uh, yeah, kind of the joke. But, um, so he's, he's about to start talking. I'm about to press play. He's standing on top of his teacher's desk. Why do I stand up here? Anybody? To feel taller. Oh, thank you for playing, Mr. Dalton. <laughs> I stand upon my desk to remind myself that we must constantly look at things in a different way. Okay, in this next scene, um, one of the main characters uh, is kind of like a major introvert. He's very shy to share his uh, his poem with the class. They all had to write poems, basically. Um, and he uh, claims that he didn't write one, although they, sh- they showed him writing one earlier. But uh, I thought the scene was pretty interesting. So here is this scene. Come on, you can't. Y'all sitting down. Oh, come on, up. 
Walter Perry. What does he remind you of? Don't think of me. This part is um, just one of the. They're in the. They're in a cave doing their meetings, the Dead Poet Society meetings, and uh, one of them does a basically like a poem with a, with a saxophone. Um, and oh yeah, and all these. All this is on September 10th until I announce a new day. But these are all separate little segments. All in my time, these are all separated by like 15 or 20 minutes. For you guys, it's no time at all. I don't know if you can tell by my uh, voice for today, but I'm actually pretty exhausted today and pretty uh, beat, basically. Um, and it's not it's not relaxing at all to watch this movie because it, ke- it keeps on coming up with uh, parts um, that I that I need to sit up for and record. Um, I'm kind of talking tongue-in-cheek for the most part, but being kind of serious, too. Of course, I could have just watched uh, more of a vegging movie, a movie that doesn't require recording an episode or whatever. Um, in fact, I... Yeah, so I'm I'm, tr- I'm also like trying to decide like what do I want to include and what don't I want to include. Like I just uh, did not include a scene where one of the characters um, uh, basically calls a girl he likes and the, all his uh, his classmates are like standing around him um, watching him call her because they're in a uh, all boys school so stuff like that's pretty big deal. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna play this uh, this next scene. Um, it has nothing to do with what I just said. So, here is the next scene. 
to stay, gentlemen. Just take a stroll. There it is. Today is September 11th. Um, so, oh, the uh, the DVD is actually due today, um, but I'm like h- halfway through uh, watching it, where I'm, you know, adding the the parts to the episode. So, I'm actually gonna uh, continue and pro- and hopefully finish this assignment today. Okay, this next part is not like insightful or you know really cool or any or you know it's not one of those things. I just find it humorous. Um, this guy goes to a party where he only knows two people and, uh, he gets mistaken by two people he doesn't know for someone's, someone's brother. Um, I feel like I've dealt with stuff like this in my life before where it's like people think that you're someone else and, you know, you'll tell them like, no, I'm not that person. And they just don't believe you. Um, so that clearly happens in this scene. This is just, uh, for humor basically, but I just feel like this is, uh, this type of shit happens too much, in my opinion, but I find it's funny, so that's why I'm adding it. Hey, you Bud Sanders, brother? Bro, this guy looks like Bud Sanders, too, or what? You're his brother? No relation. Never heard of him. Sorry, guys. What's your name? Steve Fish, Bud Sanders, brother? We don't even know if we're Go have some whiskey, pal. Yeah. I don't really drink too much. Too much. Too much. Now, how the hell is old mud anyway? Yeah, what's old mud been up to, huh? Yeah, I don't really know much. I said a mighty mud. Too mighty mud. 
This next scene is one of the uh, scenes of the movie that uh, most made me want to do this whole thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it also, um, well, I, I think I'll explain it after uh, after the scene. But basically, just to set it up a little bit, um, the one of one of the main characters is in a play, and he he for, forged his dad's signature to get you know parental permission to be in this play, and this is the part where he gets caught. But there's there's more to the scene than just the part where he gets caught. This is like, uh, yeah. Father, Leo. Before you say anything, please let me. Don't dare talk back to me. It's bad enough. Hey, by the way, also the dad is the um the dad from that '70s show, which. Um, I think uh, this movie almost definitely came out before the uh, TV show, That 70s Show. You know, because this movie's from the... Uh, actually, I don't know when this movie came out. I, th- I assume it was the late 80s or early 90s, but I'm really not sure. Um, but, yeah. So, anyways, I think the dad is, did the role perfectly. Um, yeah, he's such an he's such an asshole. But, uh, the, sorry I interrupted the dad. Here he is again. You wasted your time with this, this absurd act. Deliberately deceive me. How did you expect to get away with this? Answer me. Who put you up to it? Was it this new man, this uh, Mr. Keating? No. Nobody. I thought I'd surprise you. I've gotten all A's in our class. Where did you find out? Well, my niece is in a play with your son, says Mrs. Marks. No, no, no. I say. Must be mistaken. My son's not in a play. You made a liar out of me, Neil. Now tomorrow, you go to them and you tell them that you're quitting. No, I can't. I have the main part. The performance is tomorrow night. I don't care. If the world comes to an end tomorrow night, you are through with that play. Is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, sir. sacrifices to get you here in the end. And you will not let me down. No, sir. Okay, and then this is the part where he um, is asking Robin Williams about, basically advice about the entire thing. The son is asking the advice, not the father. I know 
this sounds impossible, but you have to talk to him. You have to show him who you are, what your heart is. I know what he'll say. He'll tell me that acting's a whim and I should forget it. They're counting on me. He'll just tell me to put it out of my mind for my own good. You are not an indentured servant. It's not a whim for you. You prove it to him by your conviction and your passion. You show him that, and if he still doesn't believe you, well, by then you'll be out of school and you can do anything you want. shows tomorrow night. And you have to talk to him before tomorrow night. Yeah, so that part where um, Robin Williams says to him, then you're acting for him too. Uh, I've kind of alluded this to this on other, uh, or at least once or something, on Moving On Sideways episodes somewhat recently or whatever, probably since I saw this, um, which was within the last couple of months that I first saw this movie. By the way, I, I borrowed it from the library, and I've just been, you know, uh, renewing it every three weeks. Um, but in Prince William County, or, yeah, Manassas, oh, it is for library wise the city of Manassas is part of Prince William County but anyway um you, you can only renew like i think four times so i guess i've had this movie for maybe 12 weeks or something i don't know what the uh i, th- I think it, i don't think it's as simple as multiplying 3 times 4 i think it's a little more complicated than that in fact i think it might be 3 t- 3 times 5 maybe that's a maybe that's how much more complicated it is than 3 times 4 but you can get it for 15 weeks I guess I probably had this uh, movie in my condo for about 15 weeks or something like that. Um, but yeah, it went way, way, way off topic. But that part about, yeah, about like well, you're acting for your dad too, that kind of like was an eye opener for me. Um, and it just showed me that like a lot of, a lot of most people's interactions um, and throwing, this, throwing myself in that category too, with a lot of people they know is a little bit, hammed up it's not exactly who they are really and you know to a certain extent that's kind of okay that we do that that we you know act a certain way for certain people and another way for other people but if we do that too much do we know who we are as human beings and I think that's actually one one reason why um some people don't like the fact that like the whole like cancel culture thing because like a, a lot of people are just you know um, don't, they think about what they're going to say pretty often before they say it, like maybe a little bit more than they should. And, and their answers might be like kind of fake or scripted or like, what, what would society want me to say to this thing? Blah, blah, blah. So all that shit can be super dangerous as far as like, we're not really our, our true selves. We're just like, how does society say that I'm supposed to answer this question? I'm supposed to act in this, in this exact moment right here. Instead of just really being yourself and be more honest with society. Uh, hey, the purpose of showing these next couple of scenes is kind of is kind of just showing follow up of uh, the stuff I just showed. Um, wasn't originally gonna show this stuff, but uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to. <laughs> so um, the char- the kid Neil did the um, he ended up doing the play. He talked to his dad and let him do the play. His dad went and saw uh, like the last half of the play basically. 
And then at the end of the play, like he did, the kid did like a spectacular job, really good job. Uh, Robin Williams even said, uh, you blew even me away or something like that. And then, um, but the dad was there for the last half of the play. And the dad did not like the play at all. And then just took his son home. Um, Because the son is like sleeping at, it's like a boarding school or something. The son is sleeping at the school. But the the dad took the kid home. And then this is the dad and the mom. Well, the mom's just kind of weak and just going along with the dad. (laughs) But um, the dad just like berating his son for being in a play. Hello, it is still September 11th, but it's uh, much later in the day. I basically finished um, what I wanted to show. It's one of those things where I thought there was like five or six really long clips that would be really insightful and I'd want to play, but like most of the stuff is much more uh, in the context of the movie. And like you guys um, missed out on so much because you didn't actually, well, I mean, I don't know what you did in your entire lives, but you didn't watch the movie like yesterday or, or t- today, the same day you're listening to this podcast episode, which I did watch the movie today, the same day that I recorded this podcast episode. So no matter how familiar with you, the movie you are, I saw it more recently than you, almost definitely. I guess there is a tiny chance, maybe like liter- literally one in a million that you uh, watched it, the movie today. But um, <clears throat> anyway... Um, the last scene was just, I almost like put that in there because I just like, it's like, oh, I forgot how much of a complete asshole the dad is. Just got to play it. You know, when I, so because I'm familiar with the guy from that 70s show, when I saw that he was the dad on this um, thing or whatever, and like all the kids were like really scared of him and stuff, and he was really strict or whatever, 
Um, at first, I didn't take it seriously because he's, he's kind of like jovial in that 70s show. He's like, he's, he is kind of a little bit of a hard ass in that 70s show, but overall, he's a pretty interesting character that all that the kids in this that 70s show like get along with and stuff. So it was, uh, it's a completely different role to see him as such a complete asshole. But um, anyway, the maybe I shouldn't ruin the movie for you guys. I was gonna say what happens to that kid Neil after after that interaction with his parents and then kind of, you know, say that, the, that that's where the movie ended. But maybe because, you know, I I get like, <laughs> I've never said how many listeners I get on each episode, but it is around five or six, actually. It's maybe a lot less than what you, whoever is listening to this is thinking, but it's really, it really, it really varies a lot. Like some episodes will be like 10 um, and some will be um, lower or whatever. Like a lot, like a lot lower, I guess, because supposedly the average is five or six. But it's kind of weird because if you go back far enough, it seems like all of the, or not even far enough, like five or six episodes. Like all the episodes have like at least five or I don't know. They have a good amount, it seems like. But I don't know how they calculate it or whatever. Um, yeah, but that was the episode. But uh, time is time is passing uh, since I first said the thing about possibly moving further north of here. Um, or, or getting a cat or a salamander. And I was thinking it might be interesting to, since I have like 15 minutes or t- really 20, uh, around 15 minutes I can play with for the rest of the episode. I was thinking it might be kind of interesting to do like a little journal thing. I was even thinking of doing a, or like um, what I mean is like a daily uh, synopsis as far as which option I most want to go with or whatever. But Maybe, you know, like, in other words, like, maybe a couple days from now I'll record another part where I'm, like, saying if my opinion changed or not. But I'm, uh, I'm actually, uh, oddly enough, I'm leaning heavily in the direction of the cat, uh, the cat, because I just kind of miss, it's not even like I miss, I miss my cat, I mean, dude, I definitely miss my cat, but, um, it's not like I miss my cats totally specifically, it's almost miss that, that I having, I miss having a cat, which kind of makes sense because I grew up with a, you know, obviously, well, a different cat. And then this cat named Dewey was a big cat, a big part of my life the last 20 years or whatever. She died in 2020, but she was my parents' cat. But I lived with my parents for a lot of those years. And even just seeing her when I would visit my parents. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I just, I guess I, I kind of uh, miss having a cat. But I'm also, it's it's a little bit enjoyable to not have to deal with taking out the litter, um, every day and, you know, in like <laughs> an organism walking around at three in the morning, I would, uh, my cat actually, it's actually good for your cats to clip their nails correctly with, uh, cat clippers. My cat didn't mind it. Um, and it's, it makes them feel better, but some cats probably would uh, not like it if you did that to them. But I would uh, clip my cat's nails, and then I would basically not really hear her in the middle of the night. But if I, if I would go so many, so many weeks without clipping her nails, it would just be like clonk, clonk, because I have a fake wooden floor. I don't know if I've ever said that before or not on the podcast. But it's f- fake wood, which is way better than real wood. I'd much rather have fake wood. It's, uh, it's cheap. It's way cheaper, first of all. I didn't, it came with the condo. I didn't get it installed or anything like that. But you can spill water on it. It doesn't matter at all because it looks like wood, but it's plastic. And I think it's really uh, laminate. Um, so anytime you see like a lam- hear about laminate floors or whatever, all it is is like plastic, fake wood. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, one, so linoleum is one thing and laminate is another, and I think they're kind of similar, but I think laminate is fake wood. I'm not totally sure if I'm right or not about that, but I have a lot, most of my floor where I live is fake wood. It's like I said, I prefer real wood. Also, I got a, when I was in middle school, I got a crazy splinter from, um, from real wood floor at my parents' house. Uh, I was telling Alex that story recently. I don't have the energy for that right now, but that was a really bad splinter. So that might actually be one reason why I kind of prefer a plastic fake wood floor to a real wood floor. It's kind of uh, against the modern um, notion to be to think it's good to have plastic anywhere. Plastic is very unpopular, especially among like you know people that are really really concerned about health and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, heav- I'm heavily leaning towards uh, just getting another cat. Like, one thing about the whole, like, moving up north thing is that I would be renting a room and I'd be living with people. And I had so many bad experiences. And, of course, it could be giving material for the podcast, for sure. That actually is, like, I'm, I was joking when I said that. But that is, that's a kind of a, um, it, it actually is a plus for the idea of moving is to have material for the podcast. But now I have uh, Trapper Keeper clients that... So, like, one reason to move up to move up north is that that's where my work was and stuff. Um, for the last, you know, five years... I mean, really, for longer than that. Like, almost since this, this year, 2023, started, most of my work has been, like... Like, if, for example, if I lived in Centerville, I would just have a much, a much lower, uh, shorter commute than living in Manassas. Uh, but now I'm now I'm working with uh, trapper keeper clients or whatever that are like really spread out. Like like one's kind of south south of me or south west southeast of me a little bit, like towards Dumfries, halfway between Manassas, Manassas and Dumfries, and then another one's in Gainesville. So like moving up north would be uh, further away from them. These are like brand new um, part, trapper keeper partnerships. <laughs> Having to consider what words to use <laughs> but I have a major trapper keeper partnership that uh, is is north is is I basically in Herndon so um, like that's more of a thing than uh, the ones down here although they're both a lot of times a week <laughs> I have another one in Manassas Park which is about halfway in between where I live and um like Centerville or Herndon or whatever. You would think that Manassas Park is, is extremely close to Manassas, but I live, I live as far south of Manassas as you can possibly get. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, I guess if I want to actually continue to... Uh, I forgot I was recording a podcast episode. I felt like I was just... Because I actually record, so I record voice recordings on my phone. And I just kind of spaced out for a little bit there. But I don't think I had any, like, dead air time or anything. So it's all good. But, yeah, uh, I guess I'll just continue this later and give another update. Oh, yeah, that's right. So one thing about moving up north is I'd be renting a room. And um, I would be, um, yeah, dealing with roommates and stuff like that. And I had bad experiences in the past. And, like, like right now I can walk and I do, I do often do this, walk naked to my kitchen. Um, because I'm not on the first floor, like I can just be naked, like as much as I want. And if I had a roommate or whatever, 
I can only do that in my room. I couldn't do that anywhere besides my room. I would, I would uh, almost definitely want an in-suite bathroom. Like, in other words, like a master bathroom or a um, basement or some kind of situation where you don't have to, going from the bedroom to the bathroom, you don't have to be out in the public area or, or anything. Like, like I've, I've actually was, because when I was lived in Ashburn, I checked out a bunch of places, like way more than I actually um, rented. You know, because I would narrow it down and stuff like that. And, like, one time uh, I was offered, like, my own bathroom. But um, in order to get from the bedroom to the bathroom, I'd have to be, like, basically in the living room. And they, the people I had guest over and stuff. Like, they even had guest over when I was checking out the place. And I was like, no, I want to, yeah, have my own bathroom and stuff. But, um, yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say this in the other episodes because I didn't want the, the, that girl that I was talking about to to even consider this at all because I don't uh yeah but um but now I'd rather just be honest either way I I mean there's no reason of hiding anything I think but one reason to move up north or whatever to rent a room is that I could make (laughs) is that I could make basically save money or make money or something along the lines of netting more money per month because um I could rent out my condo for way more than than my mortgages and then and I could rent a, a place for like about the same amount I'm paying on my condo or even cheaper really but I could rent out a room for like a, like a nice master bedroom or a basement or whatever for about the same amount I'm paying on my condo yeah okay <laughs> now that's now that's out there but uh yeah I guess it comes with the price of having to deal with uh, roommates and everything like that and you know you could even make the argument that the roommates would drive me so drive me crazy so often and I'd be so annoyed with the kitchen and I want to go out to eat all the time that I would I would spend that money that I'm saving but that, that mathematically doesn't make any sense at all but I guess it's possible okay I'll continue this on another day well I got that uh got the, held that whole thing wrong it's um still September 11th it's only like 30 minutes later even maybe 20 minutes later or something and I saw that I had uh only 50 only 30 seconds left until i got to the lower time limit of my uh time parameters lower time boundary of my time parameters yes i like those that wording i just randomly came up with right now and i'm basically there right now so but yeah i could obviously still talk for five minutes but i thought i'd tell a uh do a uh we uh typically typically weird thing i'll tell you guys something really weird um, and I wouldn't ex- basically explain the explain it or whatever. And I was thinking like, oh, I'll have to explain it at some point in time. And then I realized I don't. I, I do. I say a bunch of dumb shit on the podcast. I never explain, and a lot of stuff's confusing. Like, when I, especially when I talk about that girl, you guys have no idea, like if she's real or where she is or anything. You know, there's something weird or whatever. But you don't, you don't uh, know pretty much anything. You know. So. Um, yeah, so uh, so sometimes, this has been happening for, I mean, basically my whole life, but it seems like it's been worse for six or seven years or something. Um, but especially in 2017, I had, there was, in May, I, I was, um, my, my throat was uh, constricting on myself, and it sounded, for a few days, sounded like I had a really bad cold, and I did it. But it didn't sound like this, it sounded like someone with a cold, or gosh. My boss even said to me that I should take off work. I didn't sound like a duck. But I can't do a cold voice, so I'm doing a duck voice. And I said that I wouldn't take off work. 
because my, my, I was dying and my bones were falling apart. And my boss was like, I don't think that's actually happening, Brian. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> but I guess my bones got put back together. Uh, but yeah, I always, often deal with um, throat problems. Like, I guess you almost never know it. Well, I mean, I did have that chronic cough, but that's almost has almost nothing to do with my typically typical throat problems, like having trouble breathing sometimes. It's weird because I'm actually really good at holding my breath. I'm better, definitely better than the average person at holding my breath underwater. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm good compared to competitive people or anything like that. Um, people don't understand averages. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a lot better than the average person at holding my breath underwater. But I have like uh, trouble. Um, uh, breathe, breathing sometimes like on land <laughs> or the water I don't know sometimes I'll just be like oh yeah I do that a lot like I gasp for air a lot and stuff um but I've always had I don't know sometimes I'll just be like choking and I feel like I feel like I can't breathe or, or and like actually I know that if you caught if you're choking and you cough it means you can breathe breathe so it's always been like a relief for me or whatever and um yeah so <laughs> Because of all that shit that I just told you guys and a bunch of other stuff, and that's how much I will or won't explain. I'm not really sure if I will or won't. I'm thinking of changing my, the name of my podcast from Moving On Sideways to Moving On Sideways, Ashley. Hello, today is uh, Sunday, September uh, 24th. And since I have like two and a half minutes left of this uh, episode, I wanted to do like... um play-by-place basically of my real realization that that the, this year-long thing didn't even exist and all that stuff so I said earlier today um, in the last episode but it was earlier today for me recording the end of the last episode that I didn't really feel any negative feeling about it yet um, I actually now uh, feel I'm starting to feel kind of empty like in my stomach but not not real bad, just like some emptiness, you know. So I wanted to record the, um, the feeling or whatever. So that's what I'm feeling right now as of s- September 24th at 5.20 p.m. So it's roughly almost 24 hours after I found out that I've been rolling all this time. Um, it's actually like more like 22 or 23 or something like that. Yeah. Hello. <clears throat> Today is Wednesday, September 27th. And, um, I basically have, uh, other than that one day where I had a bit of an empty feeling in my stomach, I haven't really felt any depression about this whole thing. So, um, but I think it's because this has been an extremely long time period for me and I've had a lot of negative, I mean, a lot of positive emotions, but also a lot of negative emotions, um, throughout the last year, 1.3 or four years or whatever the fraction is exactly the percentage especially, I mean, especially in specific months, I was going to name the months, but what's the point of that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I might do an episode about just kind of like depression in general regarding like lo- love stuff or whatever, because, um, for me, like depression is not the type of thing where I'm like asleep in bed and stuff like that. That's, that's literally the opposite of what depression looks like for me. What depression looks like for me is having a whole lot of energy and literally needing to walk or feeling like complete shit. Um, that's not how I felt this last uh, few days or whatever um, at all. But I have felt like that in the past. And, and I think because of, yeah, anyways, and because of this girl or whatever, and because of other girls and stuff. 
and because of things, I don't know, actually, I don't think I really felt it that much, oh, yeah, actually, okay, like I said, another episode, so yeah, this has been moving on sideways.